This podcast is brought to you by Kloss. If you're looking to get more out of your harvesting operation, there's no brighter solution than the all-new Lexion Combine. Hey folks, Machinery Pete here. Thanks for joining us on our Machinery Pete podcast, episode number 28. I uh, hope harvest season is going well for you there. Stay safe, definitely out there. Um, seems like things are rolling along pretty well here. Um, and we really appreciate you spending time. I uh, know you're all very busy out there. Uh, here's what I hope with our podcast. I hope it can be a little respite. Um, you know, we're coming up on early November here, our election. And I guess just a pet peeve of mine, uh, all these political ads, when they show on TV, my wife and I have started to hit the mute button. doesn't matter if it's from the right or left. The, uh, the negativity, I just, it's just too much. Uh, seems like we've kind of collectively forgotten the old rule. If you don't have anything nice to say, how about don't say anything? Uh, I know negative ads work, so they say, but holy cow, it's just disheartening. And anyway, we're almost through it, but we're, we're going to keep it positive like we always try to do on our Machine Repeat podcast. We've got a really heartwarming story of a young person in Nebraska with a heart for farming uh, doing something totally unique. And uh, I know you're going to enjoy the story there. Now, before we dive into this week's story, uh, we need to say a big thank you to our Machine Repeat podcast sponsor, our good friends at Firestone Ag. Still using bias tires? Switch your farm to premium radial farm tires from Firestone Ag this harvest season. Radial tires offer significant benefits over bias tires, from better traction and reduced soil compaction to longer tread wear and increased fuel efficiency. Just head to your local certified Firestone Ag tire dealer to learn more about which radio product is best suited for your operation. From the new Maxi Traction and Performer Evo to the Radial Deep Tread 23 Degree or Radial All Traction DT, Firestone Ag has the right radial farm tire for you. Visit firestoneag.com for more details. So this week's podcast, folks, um, like I say, a young person from Nebraska we're going to we're going to have a conversation with and well, I guess what this uh, brings up for me is the amazing uh, power of just conversation. Now, all these years going to auctions, of course, I'm there reporting on prices, uh, which is the base of our business at MachineRepeat.com all these years. Um, so enjoyed that part, but didn't take me long to figure out the the most powerful part of the auction, every auction I've ever gone to, is the people that I would talk to, people I knew or didn't know, um, whether I'm in Kentucky, Minnesota, South Dakota, wherever, you know, hey, well, hey, Joe, how you doing? And I, I was, I've just been struck since I was a young guy that when these conversations take place and you listen, uh, stories, I mean, we all have our own stories and the things we can learn from each other just uh, amazing. Now, when COVID hit this uh, spring and auctions <clears throat> kind of went online for a while there, it was, uh, I was uh, sad because I was missing the personal interaction of being at sales and just talking to people. And that part of farm shows that I love most, again, just visiting with people, learning things. Um, and as our business has grown, Machine Repeat, it's been interesting I'm so thankful we have these platforms like this podcast and our TV show and radio and YouTube where we can 
on the one hand, still keep you up to date on what stuff is selling for, but also tell some stories about people and cool things happening out there across farm country. Uh, and this week's episode is along that vein. I A couple or a short time ago, I got a Facebook message from a young fellow in Adams, Nebraska, Micah Mallon, um, with a very interesting uh, endeavor that he has uh, got into here with, with drawings of farm equipment and trucks, farm scenes, just amazing. I was very intrigued, and we reached out. And But Micah's first interaction with me was along the lines of, Hey, Pete, check this out. I just bought back my grandpa's International 986 tractor. And Micah sent me some pictures of that tractor and a very powerful story. So from there, just like at a farm auction, when you're visiting with someone, you don't know anything about them, and then all of a sudden – you're talking about a tractor, and then, oh, by the way, something comes up. And in Micah's case, he started a business where he does farm drawings. And these these drawings are just amazing, folks. Micah has a Facebook page, uh, Malin Farm Art and Repair. Uh, you need to go check that out. But this is uh, one of the more fun conversations I've had in a long time. <clears throat> and it's with Micah Malin from Adams, Nebraska. Gloss products are an engineered mix of efficiency, precision, convenience, and reliability, all in the same package. But they aren't for everyone. They're for those who know the numbers that drive their operation and are interested in making them even better. They're for those with a plan. If you plan to get more out of your farming operation, take a closer look at Kloss for brighter solutions and better business results. Contact your Kloss dealer today. All right, folks, time for our guest to join us this week, uh, Micah Mallon from uh, the Adams, Nebraska area. Micah, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Pete? Well, I'm doing well, and I, I have to thank you, Micah, for reaching out through Facebook a while back. You sent me a, a note on your uh, International 986 that you yep. acquired that was your grandpa, uh, was it Garvin? Was that your grandpa's name? Yes, and that was uh, his 986 that he bought new in 81. And then uh, your grandpa passed away. What? When was that, Micah? Uh, I believe it was around 2011. Okay. And yep. when did you uh, purchase the 986 from the estate? Uh, we just bought it last spring, actually. Okay. And We you... uh, worked it out with my – I reached out to my uncle because he's the one that's in charge of the family farm. And then he does farming as well. But uh, we were looking for another tractor for the farm, and I really thought uh, that it would be a good option for us, and it would be something of my family's that probably was going to get sent to the junkyard because it seemed like nobody liked that 986 because they also have a red power 986, and, and everybody wanted that one. Okay. And you, you had mentioned that, yeah, it was a little, maybe the mice had got after it a little bit over the years? Yeah, so since my uh, grandpa passed away, it pretty much sat. And so it sat in the barn for about eight years, and the mice definitely moved in. My uncle and them, they go started every once in a while, but other than that, it didn't get used. So, right. you know, the cab was filthy. It was full of dead mice and live mice, and it was, it was a mess. Well, Micah, I love the pictures you sent. Uh, you had it on the trailer. must have been pictures of the day you brought it uh back home yep. to your farm with your wife, Lindsay, there. 
Uh, yep. You could just tell that it it meant something to you. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I I have pictures with my dad and me driving that tractor when I was a little kid. Um, it's kind of a family tradition, it seemed like, to have the kids on the tractors with whoever. But we hauled hay with it when I was a kid. It's probably one of the very first tractors I ever drove. Mm. And uh, I, I'm a pretty sentimental person. I hated to see the thing not get used or go to the scrap or whatever was going to become its fate. And I just remember my grandparents always used it. My grandpa hauled a lot of hay with that tractor and the three-point arms would show the, the oh. wear of it. So. <laughs> right. Well, I understand, Micah, that when you uh, when you got the tractor, you found something of your grandpa's in the cab there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I... The family didn't even know if they were his or not because they didn't think he smoked. But we, we kind of think maybe he was a closet smoker or something. But there was okay. some wrapping papers and sure. and a lighter and some stuff like that in the ashtray. And, and nobody else really would have used the tractor. So. Wow. And your plans for the 986, Mike, again, using it on uh, with your wife, Lindsay, on her family farm there where you guys live. And are you planning to kind of fix it up, do you think? or? Yeah, I mean, we're slowly fixing it. Uh, it's actually gotten to the point now where it's pretty usable, so it's it hasn't been getting as much restoration, if you will, as I would like. Um, we did a cab kit on it right away because it was obviously terrible. We had to gut the entire cab, the top of the cab. We had to do everything just to try to get the nice smell out. And uh, put a new seat in, all new cab interior. We went with the original Western interior that was in it from the factory. I plan eventually to repaint it. Um, it's a bittersweet thought for me also because there's spots where you can see my grandpa spray painted it to try to freshen it up. Which sure. Is, I, don't, I know it's not the most professional, but it's one of the family things. Right. right. But I, eventually I would like to repaint the thing and, and make it a nice tractor. You know, I like to think if the neighbors see it working in a field or something that it, they, they would think it was a nice tractor. Okay. Well, Micah, this sort of leads us um, into the next uh, chapter here. Now, you you have your own business, uh, Mallon Farm Art and Repair, and we're going to yeah. talk about your amazing uh, pencil drawings here in a moment. But <clears throat> let's wind this back a little further. And we've been talking about, you know, you bought the 96 of your grandpa's and brought it to the farm with your wife, Lindsay. But describe, Micah, now you, you kind of, uh, your family, when you were a kid, kind of, had drifted away from the farm kind of out of necessity of the 1980s, your dad, Lionel. Can you kind of walk us through yep. there? Uh, well, my dad, uh, he had a dairy, a small dairy farm with his brother. And, and this was in Missouri? Uh, yeah, down in Missouri, near Trenton, Missouri, or, or Gilman City, uh, which is southeast of Bethany. Okay. Off I-35 there. Yep. And he... Had the dairy cows and did some custom bailing, and then obviously helped my grandparents farm when he had time. Okay. And he also worked at the international dealership down there. Uh, I believe it was Hatton in Bethany. Okay. Which is where my grandpa got a lot of the, their equipment. Sure. And yeah, in the eighties, then him and uh, his first wife they moved to Oklahoma, and he worked for a dairy farmer there for quite a few years. Okay. Uh, pretty big dairy farmer. And so, yeah, they kind of got away from the farm. Uh, my uncle still farms all the 
family stuff, and it's like the Mallon Five, which is the brothers and sisters, all my aunts and uncles, and my dad. Yep. It went, took over after my grandparents passed away. Okay. And then my uncle has his own farm also on top of that. Okay. Did your dad get into the repair uh, mechanic, the repair business? How did that? When did that happen? Uh, he actually, I believe it was in the late seventies. He actually went to Votech when he got out of high school. Okay. Down at Chillicothe, Missouri. Yep. And and was you know formally trained for it. And then from there, he went to the international dealership. And then after he left Oklahoma, he went to the Fairbanks New Holland dealership in Kearney, Nebraska. Okay. And after that, he had his own business and worked for a farmer over by Henderson. And he did that for quite a few years. Um, I can't remember if he left that farmer's business after or before. For right away after, or it was a while, but he actually was in a farm accident. They were going to burn some brush, and the, he had diesel fuel on the brush, and it was real foggy. And when he did his lighter, the air and everything ignited. Oh, boy. So it was kind of an explosion. Wow. Had pretty bad burns. I think second, and maybe even some third degree burns. He was in uh, St. Elizabeth Hospital. And that was probably when I was six or seven if I had to guess. I was at the mm. babysitters when it happened. Okay. And so then my grandparents, you know, came up from Missouri and went all to the hospital to see him and things like that. Mm. But anyway, after he left, the, after that, I think he left pretty soon after that accident from the farm and ended up working on his own for a while just with Zeke's mobile repair. And then he ended up leasing on with a guy that does a lot of New Holland combines for the Seaport companies around here. Because we're okay. kind of in the heart of, you know, Pioneer and, yep. uh, well, it used to be Mike and Jen and uh, Monsanto. So we, they work on all their uh, New Holland TR combines there. Okay. And they have the four row heads on them and stuff so they can flip, pick two plots at once with them. Okay. And after. He left, then they uh, slowly separated, and then he renamed the business Micah's Repair uh, in hopes of me taking it over someday, I assume. Nice. So you, being a kid then, you kind of grew up with Dad kind of in the shop uh, working on stuff, uh, being around oh, yeah. Micah. Okay. Oh, yeah, all the time. I've, <laughs> I've been around. I remember sitting on the engine on top of a semi on the, alongside the highway while he was working on it. I mean... Wow. As long as I can remember, I've been either just watching my dad work on stuff or helping him. Okay. So, uh, did you, Micah, didn't, you didn't grow up on the farm, but grew up with dad just working on all kinds of machinery, and that's yeah, kind of as uh, kind of in your, in, your DNA, in, yeah, in your DNA, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, knowing my family farm has been tough for me to before I met my wife, because that's, you know, that's all I ever wanted was a farm. I mean, my mom will tell you, I was out there in the dirt with my toy tractors on my hands and knees playing every day right. in the summer and stuff. You know, we had some pine trees, and I had a little, dad built me a machinery shed and everything under there, had the whole nine yards. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yes. Now you mentioned your wife. That's Lindsay. Uh, you guys have been married how long, Micah? 
Uh, we just celebrated our seventh anniversary on Monday. Wow, congratulations. So, yeah, got married pretty young, but we, we work well together. That's awesome. Now, Lindsay's family, uh, farm family there around Adams, Nebraska, is that correct? Yeah, her dad and mom are separated, but her dad farms, and her mom is pretty much her main go-to for a lot of years. And sure. They live in town. They're in Adams. Okay. So that's kind of what's brought me down to the area. Okay. So that must be, boy, uh, to be able to kind of help out on the on the farm there, uh, that must, for you, I mean, that must have been just a joy, I would imagine, Micah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a dream come true for me, uh, in all honesty. And, uh, you know, it started out just helping, you know, during harvest or planting. I'd go get seed for him, yep. stuff like that. But, you know, now we're getting kind of invested. We've bought that tractor and been using it for the farm and fixing it up. We uh, we just bought a square baler. Okay. Nothing real important, but, you know, it's nice to have some square bales around and stuff. And we got it for a good deal on what, uh, so yeah, we're slowly trying to buy stuff and cattle and equipment and okay. get invested with them. Nice. So what square baler did you buy? Uh, it's a New Holland uh, 263, I believe. Okay, nice. Yeah. And you're, uh, how else do you use uh, the 986 that was your grandpa's? You got that on the farm. How are you using You're baling. What else are you doing with it? So we mow with it and bale with it a lot. Um, we feed cattle with it. When the John, my father-in-law is a John Deere guy, which is funny because he only has two <laughs> on the farm and everything else is red. So I always give him a hard time about that. Well, Micah, you um, know that that's my uh, definition of a, of a marriage that's going to last. If you take someone from the green side and someone from the red side, you make it work, right? Right, right, yep. <laughs> We use it for mowing ditches. Uh, we pull a gravity wagon with it in the fall. I mean, it seems like there's not hardly a time when the truck's not or the tractor's not doing something. Okay. Auger, if we have to, when we go to the far, further farm that's over near town, we take that tractor with the auger and run it on the auger there. It's got the dual PTOs and everything, so I mean, it's real versatile for us for everything that we do. Well, nice. And now, you, Micah, you're able to, with the older equipment, apply your own skills, not only just growing up around with your dad, Lionel, there in the, you know, the repair business, but when you got out of high school, you actually uh, got training in uh, uh, diesel tech. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So my dad didn't want me to be a mechanic, and he fought me pretty hard on it. So I actually originally went to school to be for computer-aided drafting and design. Okay. And I did not complete that course. I have most of it done. And I just, I lost interest in it. It wasn't what I wanted to do. Yep. I was inside too much. So I had met my wife in that during that time. And then that's when I decided to go back for diesel. And we, I went to Southeast Community College here in Nebraska. I went to the Milford campus. Yep. And I did the diesel truck program. Um, I was working for Gaina Trucking and excavating at the time, so I went to the truck side just trying to, I don't know, maybe tailor to that uh, job that I was at at the time, but sure. while, I was, while I was going to school there, I ended up leaving Gaina because I was working nights and trying to go to school, and it was just, yep. 
it was rough. I made it for a while, but it, I just couldn't do it. So with my school loans and financial aid and stuff, I was able to just let go of that job and finished up school. And while I was in college, the company I work for now actually came and gave a presentation looking for work uh, for employees. And so I kind of, I waited a while actually, I really wasn't sure about it. And finally I called them like a week later and it turns out I was the only one that ever even called them back about it. And, uh, which is Crane Sales and Service that I work for now. I've been here for almost six years. Okay. And it's been a blessing in disguise at the at the least because uh, it's a union job, and I know a lot of people don't like unions, but man, the benefits I have and the money I make, I never thought I'd be anywhere close to what I'm making now. Right. Right. Well, that's so your degree, uh, man, really uh, paid dividends uh, quickly there, Micah. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't be where I'm at. We wouldn't have been able to build our shop house, none of that, without where where I ended up landing. So crane sales and service. Uh, so that's we've been trying to connect on the phone the last few days, Micah. You've been on the road. So that's, that's through your work with uh, crane sales and service. Right, right, okay. Well, now, Micah, let's pivot because you have been getting a lot of attention here for your your artistic skill. And again, yeah. your your business, Malin Farm Art and Repair. Now, now, folks, if you're listening, do me a favor while you're listening or when you get a chance, go to Facebook and type in in the search box. Now, Malin is spelled. Is it M O U L I N, Micah? Yep, that's correct. Okay, so Malin. Farm Art and Repair. Type that in. You'll see Micah has a page. And I tell you what, your drawings of uh, tractors, farm machinery, trucks, farm scenes, it's just they're tremendous, Micah. Just beautiful. Tell us how you got started with this. Uh, well, I actually was going through some baby stuff the other day, and I started drawing, you know, in kindergarten, just like everybody else does in class. But mm-hmm. uh, it really obviously has evolved. And I remember most of the time in high school drawing instead of listening in class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time in the back of my notebook doodling instead of instead of taking notes. But uh, it seems like here recently, I used to do a lot of truck stuff. I've always been, you know, semis, pickups, that kind of stuff. Because, you know, again, I hadn't been around the farm stuff, I guess. I don't know. I just really never tackled it. Yeah. And... Uh, Recently, I I started drawing tractors and and they were you know really pretty good and I thought well I now's as good a time as any to, to try doing something with it so I made a Facebook page and I, the support I've gotten is, is more than I ever expected I thought it'd be one of those things I made the page and it would die shortly after because nobody'd be interested and I'd give up on it you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm not surprised that people are interested in your drawings, Micah. Again, you got to check these out, folks. They're just amazing. Uh, so now you're actually uh, doing commissioned uh, pieces. People are reaching out to you, Micah, what, like saying, hey, draw my John Deere 4430. Or, uh, and, and a lot of it, you, you've also been featured, Micah, Farm Show Magazine, which people know and love, great publication. 
And also the Midwest Messenger, an awesome paper I've been subscribed to for for like 30 years. They did stories on you and uh, talk about how, how things have grown for your for your business. Uh, well, I mean, it's really taken off and what I usually end up doing is I'll draw something and I'll put it on one of the specific Facebook pages. Like, so if I draw, like I have a John Deere 6030 on my, on my page and I ended up putting that on the Muscle Tractors Facebook page and I, it just went nuts. I have like 470 likes or something on it and people asking me about it and I got a few commissions out of it, you know, guys asking me if I could draw farm signs and, and things like that. So it really has taken off in that aspect and uh, that's what I usually end up doing though. If I'm slow, I'll draw, you know, like I'll draw an international, like a two plus two and I'll both put it on the two plus two page and, yep. and, and mention my page, my, my Facebook page and people just take off with it. It seems like and. I've been really fortunate that that's all I've had to do so far for advertising is just show some of my work and let people know that I can do it. Right. And you're, some of some of the uh, drawings, Micah, just straight pencil. Some are have some are color. And I understand you're getting a little bit into paint now. Yeah, I've really I've done always pencil. I mean, that's that's my go-to. Um, I started getting into some color, and then I have some uh, alcohol markers. Was that the 4586? Yes. Yep. Uh, that one was a marker one. Um, I really like the vividness of it, so I use the marker a lot. But the pencil, you know, there's a lot more, for me anyway, shading and stuff that I can do. Um, was really getting out of my comfort zone when people wanted color stuff done. But, you know, I don't, I hate to turn away the work, so oh, I've yeah. always pushed my limits. And then the guy... That reached out for me from Farm Show Magazine. Uh, I seen an article in there. He is actually wanting a plow scene painted on a plow bottom. Wow. So, <laughs> to meet the demand, I have started experimenting with paint, acrylic paint. And I went out and bought a set of brushes. And we had some paint, but I've had to uh, add on to that collection as well. And... Uh, there should be a 1206 on my Facebook page. That's I just I grabbed a, a two by six piece of wood out of the shop, and I painted it satin black with uh, spray paint, and then just started drawing. And I was wondering it, about that. I saw that picture, that 1206, Mike, and I, I was yep. looking at it, and I thought, gosh, that looks like uh, wood green in the background. So it actually yep. is done on wood. That's awesome. Yeah, it's on a two by six block, about six inches long, and. Uh, I had no purpose at all other than trying to figure out how to paint. And so, yeah, I'm real, real new to paint. Um, mm. My second piece ever with paint is that uh, kind of the Halloween type scene. My wife wanted one for the house for fall and Halloween. It's got that uh, 4250 with the hay rack on it with no cap. Yeah, that is beautiful. I was noticing that this morning. Uh, and that even though you're a red guy, you can still paint the green okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it uh, makes me a little sick. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. I, I really enjoy all of them. I'm, 
I'm a big diesel guy, so pretty much as long as it's got a turbo and it's a diesel, I I can make myself get through it. But right. Um, well, I love that. That one has caught a lot of attention. I mean, people that have that I know that have followed my page but never really interacted with it or or necessarily been interested. Now, like even one of my real good friends, his wife is wanting a picture before Halloween here mm. because she just loves that one uh, that I did. Right. for my wife, for their house. And so I'm getting engagement from more of the, the decorative, or I guess you want to say side, more than I previously had because now, okay. you know, okay, it's got a tractor in it, but it's got the fall leaves and the spookiness. And right. It really is caught uh, Again, folks, go to uh, Mallon Farm Art and Repair Facebook page. You'll see that picture Mike is talking about, the John Deere 4020. It's so cool. Something about the the black and white, the pencil drawings, Micah. When I look at those, like your 1206, and you had another black stripe tractor on there. Like, was that a 1566? 1468, 14, Okay. Yeah, there's just – I can't really describe it, but they're just – there's a – there's an effect there that it's it's powerful. Yeah, yeah. I try to make that stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't have a light hand. I like that stuff to be dark and, and vivid and you know really pop when I when it's on the page. And I find myself going back over it multiple times. Sometimes I want it. I want that black on white effect. I don't yeah. want there to be any faded look to it. You know. Right. Well, now, Micah, as things have grown here for for your art, your, your drawings. I mean, you've had commissioned pieces from as far away as Louisiana. That was a, was that an MX two forty? Somebody wanted you to draw. Yep, and there was a I think it was a sixteen sixty combine along with it. Okay, family farm made. And then uh, uh, let's see, we've sent them to Michigan, quite a few to Missouri. Actually, I did a seven thousand series of Alice Chalmers for a guy down there. Nice. And I did a, a Steiger. Uh, with no cab for a guy in Missouri. And uh, the last couple pieces, I've actually sent two different pieces to two different people in Michigan. Mm. Uh, one was an old McCormick gearing I did for a lady for her dad for his birthday. And he's a, a purist, I guess you would call it. I, you know, really pays attention to the... She said he'll complain if somebody restored a tractor the wrong shade of color even or right. right. And which I would too, I don't blame him. But she, he said, she said he was very pleased with the, the work. So we must have hit that one on the head. Nice. Right now on that and, on that but, topic, Mike, uh, the you know birthday gift. When I was looking at your drawings, and now we're middle of October here, of course, a holidays coming up. That's the first thing I thought of. It's like, oh my goodness, what a unique. No, we're always it's always difficult to think of a unique gift, whether it's a birthday right. or a holiday for your for your friends and family and wow, your drawings. People must are you getting that in the outreach a lot, people saying this is Yeah, my, um, I mean it seems like a lot of the pieces I do are for somebody for a gift. Um I did one for a lady out in western Nebraska, Hershey, Nebraska. And yeah. It was for her son for his birthday. His name was actually Micah also, which nice. you don't see very often. No. And it was a Farm All M. It's on my page. And there's the barn in the background on the right side. And on the left side is a headstone, which was uh, some family that had, you know, interest in the tractor as well. And 
that one she did for his birthday and she's already reordered another one for her husband for Christmas. Uh, so yeah, it seems like, uh, my first customer and then a lot of times they'll return for another gift for somebody else. And, mm -hmm. um, the one in, in Michigan, two of the ones that went to Michigan were both birthday presents and yeah, they're, they're unique and, and I can make them to whatever anybody wants. And I mean, if you're looking for something unique, why not? Well, you know, Mike, uh, uh return customers, that is the sure sign that you're on to something good here, brother. That's, yeah. uh. That is exciting. Yeah, that's a, that's a real big compliment when somebody says that. We loved it. We want you to do another one. It's like, okay, right. yeah, that's <laughs> we're on it now. So, Mike, uh, I got to ask you now, you're, you're a busy dude. I mean, we've been playing phone tag, trying to catch each other. You're working, you know, crane sales and service. Got a great gig there. You're helping out on the farm there in Adams, Nebraska. How is it challenge-wise to, to find time to, to do these drawings? be challenging you know even yesterday i was on the road all day i got home about eight and i'm sure my wife was pleased with it but she always supports me uh, i was i was working on another piece last night already as soon as i got home i was drafting one so uh yeah it, it can be very difficult luckily I, i'm pretty easy going as far as you know setup i get a pencil and a piece of paper and i can jot stuff down if i need to or whatever but it seems like if I have any time at all that I'm sitting in the refiner, I've got, I usually just use a TV tray and my sketch pad as far as the rough drafts go, and I'm working on it right there all the time. Nice. Now, I don't know if I read this in the Midwest Messenger piece, Micah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, what, what you just described, kind of always working on it, uh, it sounds like kind of a good kind of obsession, but did you actually do drawings while at a, a Nebraska Cornhusker football game? No, not not quite. I, I think that was a little bit of a misprint. I, I'm like, okay. if the family's watching a Husker football game. Okay. I'll be working on it. Gotcha. No, I, I'm too much of a Husker fan to do that at a game. All right. Well, hopefully Coach Frost will get the boys coming around. You guys will have a good season there. Uh, yeah, I hope so. But, uh, yeah, your wife, Lindsay, uh, her support in your endeavor is just time-wise. That has to be crucial to what you're doing, I would guess, Micah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if she if she got upset with me spending too much time on it, I wouldn't be able to do nearly as much as I do because she's, she puts up with me working on it a lot. And, you know, she's making supper and those kinds of things. And yeah. that gives me the time to do it. And, you know, it, I get home from work most of the time. I'm helping on the farm, especially right now during harvest. But, right. of course, last night I got home so late it actually was good for the art side, but not for the farm side. And, uh, <laughs> right. Right she, now. She's always supported me, and, you know, she's my biggest critic. And I don't get too many compliments from her. She doesn't want to give me too big a head, she says. Uh, but when I get a compliment from her, then I know I'm doing something right. Well, she's a good mid Midwest farm girl. Yeah, she's not going to all out the compliments too easy you got to work for it no. buddy yeah uh all your amazing drawings micah do you have any personal favorites for any reason uh the 1206 that was featured in the midwest messenger is one of my favorites just i don't know, it, for me drawings like sometimes they just come out naturally better than others some of them feel a little more forced i guess if you will but mm -hmm. the 1206 was one that i did for myself it just Really, you know, the details all fell into place. The tractor, it, it all just 
just right how I wanted it. And that's, that's still one of my favorite pieces. Um, and then the, the last painting I did, the Halloween one, I really enjoyed it. Cause I'm trying to get more into the scenery and that kind of stuff. And with paint, it's a lot easier for me as far as, you know, the, the random pieces of grass and the leaves and that kind of stuff has all come a lot more naturally for me on paint. Mm. The brush kind of supplies that for you, you know. Okay. So I'd say as of right now, those are two of my favorite. Well, I was looking through on your Facebook page, and you're 4586. My goodness, what a that is an incredible, and just so many pieces. Uh, your Mack truck that you drew. Uh, yeah, it's just an Australian one. It's uh, right hand drive. Anybody that knows me, I kind of have an obsession with Australia. I really can't explain it. Ah, but okay. I always and, uh, wish I could go there, and I, I plan to someday before. That's, I guess you could say it's on my bucket list. Awesome. Awesome. No, well, now with the business, uh, Malin Farm Art and Repair and your drawings, Micah, uh, where do you where do you see it going in the future? Are you just you just going to kind of ride with it and see where see how it unfolds? Yeah, I'm probably just going to see how it unfolds. Um, you know, I've got a really good job, so it, it would be hard for me to leave, especially for something like that. Mm -hmm. But you know, with the repair side, I wouldn't you know be opposed to. To pursuing it because that's the dream for me is to uh, work for myself and farm full time. I think that would be sure. dream come true. But so, I haven't got into the repair side as much as I would like at my place yet, just because we just built the place. I've been around for about nine years, the Adams area, but I'm still not. You know, not everybody in the brother knows who I am. Like yep. you know, like my dad, everybody knows him. Yeah, and uh, so. I think with time, that part will come. I'm just right. kind of focusing on the art side right now. So the repair part of the business, uh, folks have an issue. Uh, they call you, Micah. You're able to, you're doing that work as well then, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Me and then, if, you know, like my father-in-law, all of his farm equipment, we've been doing the repairs. Uh, last winter, we did the head gasket on the 7140 Magnum. Uh Cummins had a head gasket leak on the outside. Yep. And so we did that, and that was in his shop because we didn't have art built yet. But okay. uh, we did an injection pump swap on the, our international semi. We went from the electronic caterpillar to the 3406 to the mechanical. So we had to do a full injection pump swap and take the ECM off and all that good stuff. So, yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of repair stuff for the farm mainly right now, but always looking for more. Well, Micah, I, hats off to you for <clears throat> everything you're doing, building a, a, a career there, uh, working your way through through school, great job, and now uh, following your passion and even turning it into a business, uh, Mallon Farm Art and Repair. Very exciting stuff. And the best way, Micah, for people to get in touch with you and see your drawings, it, it's through the Facebook page? Yeah, the Facebook page is the best. I have had a few people reach out to me via phone. Um, or email, but Facebook really works well. You can see what I've done. Uh, there's obviously Messenger there. Right. That, that seems to be the handiest. Uh, I know some of the older folks, they don't really like to deal with technology and stuff, so then that's where I, I usually toss my phone number out just in case. Yeah, what, what, you is your, what is your phone number if people want to get in touch um, with you? My personal is 402-440-1437. Okay. 
Okay. And that's in Adams, Nebraska. Yep. What is the population of Adams, Nebraska, by the way? Oh, you're asking me a question I don't know. Uh, <laughs> three or four hundred people, I think. Okay. Got it. No, that's awesome. <clears throat> Micah, thank you so much for taking time, your busy schedule, to visit with us today and tell us about uh, your amazing business there, Mallon Farm Art and Repair. You keep me posted on Grandpa's 986 there, how you're coming along with that. That is so cool. Yeah, I will. Yeah, we added a turbo to it. Um, my dad and I worked on that. Dad went to Iowa to the scrapyard and got a turbo and manifold off of 1066 and then nice. stopped at a few other tractor salvage places on the way back to piece together the oil drain lines and supply lines and all that stuff. So right. We did that right after Christmas last year. And hey, well, by the way, what does dad think of your. Uh, and your your mom Joy also right that she was yep. the one that kind of encouraged you to draw as a kid. What do they think of your your uh, your your budding business here? Uh, my dad's pretty proud of it. He he all the time is telling me, "Oh, so and so at the bank asked me about if that was you." And I was at Fastenal, and the lady asked me if that was you. And <laughs> he's usually pretty brimming with pride when when somebody asks him about it. Uh, awesome. He's always been a big supporter of mine. My mom. It's probably where I got my creative ability. My aunt draws and does a lot of Western stuff, you okay. know, horses and, and cowboys and things like that. She's really good. Mm. And uh, that's was always my inspiration as a child. Anyway, I was like, oh, I want to be as good as her, you know. So right. that side of the family was the inspiration for the art side. And my dad's side has been the farm and, and repair side. So. Mm. Micah, you're... you're uh you're exploring your roots in multiple ways and building out. That's fantastic. I'm a huge fan of your work and uh, wish you best of success uh, growing the business again. Mallon Farm Art and Repair. Again, Micah, thanks for for, uh, telling us about your amazing journey. Yeah, I appreciate the time and working with me to play phone tag here until we can find the time to work together on it. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did with Micah Mallon, young man from Adams, Nebraska, doing something totally unique and cool with his farm uh, machinery and truck drawings. And again, you you need to go on Facebook, folks, and follow Micah's page, Mallon Farm Art and Repair. And Mallon is spelled M-O-U-L-I-N. So Mallon Farm Art and Repair. Follow his page. And I tell you what, you talk about unique gift ideas. I don't know about you, but when it comes to shopping, as I get older, trying to figure out unique gift ideas for people in your life, it's tough. And if you got farming in your family and your or friends, uh, think about you know a unique one of a kind gift by an artist like Micah of your grandpa's fourteen sixty eight or John Deere forty four fifty. That is a gift that you know. The way I look at it, I mean, that would be kind of a family keepsake through the generations. So uh, that's how I would, when I first saw Micah's drawings, that's the first thing I thought of. Wow, what a unique Christmas or birthday gift that would be. And to hear Micah talk about how it all got started and his joy and the roots of it as a kid that grew up, you know, with uh, hanging out with his dad Lionel at the repair shop, uh, just with tractors and trucks, machinery, uh, in his DNA, uh, to find this outlet and create something unique like that is awesome. And for me personally, it connects back to my journey, uh, 
And when we, we finished the interview, I actually told Micah this. Uh, you know, he's a busy young guy. He's got a full-time job at Crane Sales and Service, plus in Adams, Nebraska there, helping out on his wife's folks' farm. Very busy, but still carving out time to build this business. And when I got started back in 1989 building my business, I had two part-time jobs, and my wife and I, Jackie, we had two kids, and some days in there, weeks or months, it's like, wow, where's this going? But what I told Micah, I told, told him, just keep doing what you're doing, bud. Keep clawing your way forward. And when it's connected to your heart, when it means something to you and you're creating something for your customers that is special and you're seeing that repeat business occur, you're onto something. And uh, very cool. Again, so hats off to you, Micah. And... Uh, Again, we just want to encourage people as harvest season rolls along here to be safe out there. And also on the topic of safety, I know the pandemic is a divisive issue. And uh, I'm not one to tell people what to do or anything like that. But I'll just say on this topic, again, be safe, folks. My father is 83 years old and just tested positive. And in farm country in particular here in the upper Midwest, Uh, The number of cases is kind of skyrocketing. So be mindful and just be safe. That's what we want. Be safe and think of others in your, in your, uh, your sphere that you're dealing with. Just, just be safe out there, folks. Thankfully, dad's doing okay. Um, Now, uh, again, we really thank you folks for sharing time, listening to our podcast. And we do have a reminder here. Now, a couple episodes ago, if you haven't heard this one, you might want to go check it out. There, there's an auction coming up October 28th in Spears, Saskatchewan by Ritchie Brothers. It's a farm auction. Guy passed away, and that's the sale. He has a 1992 John Deere 4760 tractor with 3.6 hours on it and also a John Deere 4450 Trying to remember, it's something like 256 hours on it. But listen to that podcast episode, and then we're going to have a contest on our Machine Repeat Facebook page here uh, the days leading up to that October 28th auction, a price-guessing game. So start sharpening your pencil. Uh, Of course, now auction prices are free to view at MachineRepeat.com. So just hop out there, click on auction price data, check out 4760 prices and 4450 prices. There's a little filter you you can... see the highest prices, uh, you know. So make get ready to make your guess because we're going to have a contest and maybe throw a machine repeat hat or two to the winner there. So that should be fun. But again, thank you for joining us this week, folks. And uh, I'll leave you with my message at the end of every episode. No matter how tough things are, how challenging, uh, keep your focus that every day truly is a gift and a blessing. Mm-hmm.